American corn farmers, a proud and chosen profession inspired through generations. Tested, resilient, and committed to giving back as much as they're growing, pushing the boundaries of what's possible with every bushel, while replenishing every increasingly precious resource, like the reduction of soil loss by 40% with every acre grown. In a world where sustainability matters more than ever, we need all the help we can get. And there's no greater resource than the capable hands of American corn farmers. Help me get 
One of my all-time favorite songs, Closer, by Nine Inch Nails. Uh, thanks for joining me tonight. I hope everything's working okay. My headphones sound weird. Hold on. Oh, there we go. That's why. <laughs> it wasn't plugged all the way into the board. Oh, much louder now. hope I'm not too loud. Uh, might be. Let me see. Turn this down a little bit. Um, hopefully that's good. Anyway, thanks for joining me tonight on Gay Mass. Uh, butt play for heteros? Question mark. Um, talking tonight about uh, this topic um, as well as anal sex in general and um, several other things going on in the gay world, gay news, gay culture, gay, gay, gay. You are in the right place if you're wanting to hear gay news. Um, if you are wanting to know more about me, you can go to offlimitsshow.com and check out uh, the show there. You can also find out more about me on uh, Facebook, Twitter, and Spreaker.com. And um, where else can you find out more about me? Um, I think that's pretty much it. Of course, I'm always on iTunes. Uh, if you want to subscribe to the Game Mass Show on your iPod or your iPhone or your tablet or Apple TV, uh, please do. You can subscribe to Game Mass and listen to all of my shows as well as to Off Limit Show and to um, Brain Purge. So be sure to follow me on those places uh, when you are uh, looking up more about me. So we're talking tonight about, as I said, uh, butt play for heteros. Um, let me make sure my vol my levels are right. It seems like it's really high, um, and I can't really tell. Let me see if this. Hold on a second. Oh, there we go. I think it was my headphones that were up so high. <clears throat> anyway, so that's better. Um, so yeah, so there is an article um, about this um, that I read today, and what it's talking about basically is how. Um, gay culture is in a lot of ways uh, permeating um, heterosexual culture. And the way it's doing that really is more about how we as gay people, our culture is being more readily accepted. And um, it's allowing gay pe excuse me, heterosexual people to be a little more open about their sexual proclivities that they previously may not have been because they feel more um, acceptable, accepted now. Or more, you know, they're more um, confident in sharing these things with uh, their friends, their peers, whatever, than they might have been, you know, 10, 15, 20, 30 years ago. Because gay culture has sort of um, allowed people to be freer with their sexuality. I'm not saying it's turned them gay, but I'm saying that it's made them be more um, open about their own sexual orientation, their own sexuality, and their own lives. And I think that's great. Um, I think that the reason for that is, of course, is, you know, gay people, most of us, not all of us, but you know, majority of us are far more, by the time we're, you know, older and we've been out for a while, we're far more comfortable with our sexuality than most heterosexual people are. Um, there's definitely, you know, the puritanical taboo about sex in this country and, uh, you know, sex is dirty, sex is, sex is nasty, it's wrong, it's only for when you're procreating <clears throat> and not for uh, anything else, not for pleasure ever, no. Whereas gay people find, you know, we have sex for pleasure for no other purpose, but pleasure. Um, and so because of that, um, of course, you know, love and all that stuff, but I'm saying sex itself is, is for pleasure. And so we're far more, um, open about sexuality, I think, than heterosexuals are and far more accepting of ourselves and of others because of it. And we have to accept ourselves anyway, you know, after we come out to ourselves and to the families and friends or whatever, the world at large. 
And um, I think it's just a, it's part of being gay and we just are, we celebrate sex and accept it as being a pleasurable, fun thing to, to do and to have. And we don't look at it as something that is taboo or shameful, or at least we don't once we've accepted ourselves. Um, whereas a lot of heterosexuals are raised, especially if they're Catholic or, and of course that's this applies to some gay people as well, but um, heterosexuals are often raised, as I said, to believe it's just about having sex with, um, sex is just supposed to be for having kids or whatever. And anyway, because of all this, um, it seems like, you know, in most gay men, most gay men on all, but most gay men have anal sex and, um, are, uh, sexual, sexually, um, adept at, you know, sex in the butt. <laughs> so, so to speak, this is an explicit show, by the way, be sure to leave your children in another room. Um, because that's the case, um, you know, we're far more experienced with that, that, end of things. Whereas a lot of heterosexuals are afraid of it or think it's gay, especially the men, if they are, if they have some sort of sexual pleasure from that area. Um, and I think also, because like I said, people, gay people are being more and more accepted. Um, and, and, and gay people, heterosexual people are accepting themselves more. Um, you know, people have always enjoyed, anal sex and enjoyed sex. Uh, not everybody does, of course, but most people who do, um, have enjoyed it, you know, for a long time and they, they accept that about themselves and, and it's not a big deal. And they find other people who enjoy sex as well, you know, anal sex or not just anal sex, but, um, sex that's related to that general region, whether it's, um, whether it's eating out or if it's, um, you know, toys or finger play or, or whatever it might be <laughs> or fucking, um, all of these things happen in that area can be pleasurable and we're all made the same way. So if you're a man, you're a straight man or you're a gay man, it doesn't matter. If you're a straight man, the pleasure, the sensation is exactly the same as it would be for a gay man. So it has nothing to do. And the problem comes in where, um, heterosexuals think, well, a gay, a straight man who wants to, uh, experience pleasure that way uh, or in that region of any kind is gay or it makes him gay because he enjoys anal sex or enjoys, um, being licked or whatever down there. And because of that, um, there's a taboo for heterosexual men to admit that they enjoy it. Um, and so, um, because the thing, the problem, this is the, the, the problem in that thinking is, is like, it, just because a man enjoys it doesn't mean that he is gay. Being gay has absolutely nothing to do with what you do with your body parts. There's nothing to do with it at all. Being gay has to means that you're in love with someone. You fall in love with someone of the same sex. You fall in love with someone. You're emotionally and physically attracted to someone of the same sex. And you have an emotional component as well. And so it's not just a physical thing either. And so you have to have both of those sides and not just one. And um, a, a heterosexual man that enjoys um, anal sex or sex in that area or something going on down there. Um, it does not make him gay. It has nothing to do with the sexual orientation. If a woman is doing, especially it has nothing to do with the sexual orientation. It just feels good. It's just like to say, um, because someone dyes their hair blonde, that makes them Swedish or Nord Nordic or something. <laughs> um, it's just as ridiculous to say that someone's gay because they enjoy anal sex. Um, and so anyway, it seems that this is something that is happening a lot more in the heterosexual community these days. And I think one other reason is because I think, um, you know, kids today are far more accepting, just like every generation before them 
uh, the younger generation is always more accepting of uh, new ideas and new ways of thinking and, and open to new experiences, ways that older people aren't in the same uh, <laughs> the same um, way. And so, because of that, um, you know, I think people are just opening up to it a lot more than they ever did before. I think it's great. I think that people are learning to accept themselves and love themselves, and that's an important thing. Um, and you know, I actually had a show once um, on Off Limits show or on Game Ass. I'm not sure which one of my shows it was on, but I did a show where I talked to a friend of mine at the time and his friend, and we were talking, and they were both quote unquote straight, and they were talking about anal sex, and I, they were asking me questions all about anal sex, about guys having anal sex or whatever. And one of the guys said that his girlfriend he likes his girlfriend to do that to him with a strap on or with toys or with her finger or whatever. And the other guy was like, what? Oh my God, that makes you, that makes you gay or whatever. And it's just, you know, amazing to me, but they were, they were both really curious about it, but they, you know, only one of them would admit that he was into it and, you know, not everybody is into it, but most people are, uh, if they've tried it and it's, um, a pleasurable thing to happen. But I think that, um, you know, that show that I had just, just, just reinforced the fact that straight guys enjoy anal sex just as much as gay guys do if they are open enough to it. Um, and I know that some heterosexual women do too. And just to give you a little lesson, I'm sure you all know this though, but because gay, you know, men have a prostate, you know, that stimulates the prostate, which is what makes it feel good when we come. So or what's what makes us come essentially. And so because of that, you know, being stimulated through anal sex is very pleasurable because it's direct stimulation. Essentially, girls think about it as direct stimulation to your, clit your clitoris all the time. Um, it's basically the same, same kind of idea. And, you know, that's your G-spot, and our G-spots are our prostate. And so that's why it feels good to men. Um, for women, I don't know. I'm not sure if it, it doesn't, certainly doesn't feel the same for women because they don't have a prostate, but maybe it feels good. Maybe it stimulates them in a similar way, or maybe it stimulates their clitoris in some way. I don't know. You'd have to ask a woman who's had anal sex to uh, answer that question. But whatever the case may be, people enjoy it. And so it's ridiculous that people still have such a fucking taboo about it. And that's just one other way that we as gay people have advanced society forward <laughs> um, by being open about sexuality, not being ashamed of it, whatever it might be. Because um, we're allowing, we're bringing, just like we do it with everything, we're bringing heterosexual culture into the next century and, and dragging and kicking and screaming from, you know, the Victorian ages or the puritanical ages of the 17th century and the 18th century. And so I, I think it's a great thing. And I think it's nothing, that's nothing surprising to me, but I think it's wonderful that it's happening because it means the more open heterosexual people are about themselves, the more open they'll be generally, not just about gay people, but about accepting people in general and not being so fucking judgmental about other people. You know, I don't think it fucking matters what you like in bed, as long as whatever you do in bed is consensual, which means it has to be with an adult and it has to be with someone who agrees to do it and wants to do it with you and it has to be with a human being. Um, as long as it's consensual and it is um, pleasurable, then good, more power to you, you know, more power to you. Now, what's good for the goose is not always good, you know, for everybody else. Some people, uh, it's because one person likes something doesn't mean others don't. I mean, I can't, I have no desire. I never have had a desire to be peed on or shit on or anything else of that nature. Um, you know, it's just not, it's disgusting to me. It doesn't turn me on at all, but there are people that it does. And so I don't judge if that's what you're into. Good for you. Just don't come near me with all that stuff. 
I have, you know, it doesn't turn me on. Um, some people have foot fetishes. Some people have um, penis fetishes. Some people have breast fetishes. Some people have leg fetishes or ass fetishes. I mean, everybody has something that they're that they're significantly turned on by more than you know the norm, whether you admit it or not. And so, if your kink is you know anal sex or your kink is something that others may deem to be deviant or um, different or wrong or whatever. Who the fuck cares? Say, you know, it's none of your fucking business. Mind your own fucking business. You're not, unless you're having sex with me, it doesn't fucking matter what you're, what you're into. I don't fucking care. So anyway, I'm going to take a break, come back, and we'll talk about what's going on in the gay news. Be right back.
So we're back. So we were talking about butt play for heteros a minute ago, if you missed that. Um, the um, th- There's an article about Dolly Parton, by the way. She's talking about, um, she's about to record a pro-gay dance anthem. She says, quote, at some point I would like to do a dance record, and I have several songs that are very positive toward the gay community. I have a song called Just a Wee Bit Gay. It's a great little dance tune. It's funny, and it's got a lot of comic in it. I do write a lot of songs along those lines with people that are different and are just themselves. I love her. She's always been a supporter of the gay community. She's always been very um, just love everybody, whatever. And she's very down to earth, very very much like you know people I grew up with, Southern uh, women that I grew up with and around very, just who she is, no pretense and just down to earth and lovely person and personality. So that would be great. I definitely would buy that. I love her. I think she's awesome. Um, gay marriage on the gay marriage beat, um, Texas by Wednesday, um, where I live will, um, well, there's been actually, um, several things. There's been two huge rulings in Colorado this week. The first uh, is a state court ruling that Colorado's marriage ban violates the U.S. Constitution. The second is a ruling that Boulder County Clerk Hillary Hall uh, can continue to issue marriage licenses even though the ban hasn't yet been overturned. And Boulder's been issuing licenses for about a week, and following the ruling, they can continue. They've just joined, been joined by Denver and Pueblo County. Hundreds of couples have so far been married in Colorado. Attorney General John Southers has promised to appeal the ruling to try to stop the marriages. But Governor John 
Hickenlooper, with a name, has asked him not to, saying that the license is with Colorado on the right side of history. Marriage equality won another victory in Pennsylvania last week, this time for the U.S. Supreme Court. Justice, uh, Justice Samuel Alito rejected an attempt by a local clerk to stop the marriages. Wisconsin and Indiana are both on the fast track to a marriage decision. Last week, the Seventh Circuit Court and ex- set an expedited schedule that should have both states fully briefed by mid-August. And the opening brief in Indiana is due on Tuesday this week. And a brief in Texas, where I live, uh, Texas case is due on Wednesday. And we're expecting a ruling any day now in the case uh, from Key West, Florida. At a hearing last week, anti-gay lawyers claimed that marriage equality has negative consequences, but couldn't actually name any. (laughs) Typical. Uh, There's a new lawsuit in Idaho. A lesbian veteran has sued the state for the right to be buried next to her spouse. And a new survey in Louisiana shows support for marriage equality is still low at 32%, but steadily climbing year after year. Um, Isn't that ridiculous, though? I mean, that a lesbian veteran, someone who served her country, someone who served her country um, and was married to her spouse, is married to her spouse, uh, who died, simply wants the right to be buried next to her. Isn't that the most ridiculous thing? How heartless can you be? People are so fucking mean and just heartless is the only word or expression I can think of to use for something like that. Um, Who the fuck cares if you're buried next to someone that you loved and you were, I mean, why does it make a difference to them? Why the fuck do they care? Because they were lesbians. I mean, the hatred, the level of hatred and, um, you know, inequality that we as gays experience is just staggering. And a lot of it doesn't make the news. A lot of it is just, you know, stuff that we contend with on a daily basis for being gay, for being who and what we are, that we cannot change, we shouldn't change, we are what we are. So it is ridiculous to me that people are, um, you know, uh, just dealing with these fucking issues. But fortunately in Texas soon, hopefully Wednesday, hopefully they will also rule that it will be overturned in Texas as well. Our law. Um, if it is, it'll be a stay put blah, blah, blah before we can get married in Texas and so on and so forth. Fortunately, I'm already married to my husband, but you know, we married in Connecticut in 2009. But I think that, um, if we, if we, um, if we, if it does become legal in Texas, we'll get married here just because it's just legal. Because I mean, our marriage would still be recognized in Texas anyway, but just because we want to get married here, just say fuck you, we can do it anyway. Um, speaking of Texas, Obama was in Austin. Um, was in Austin this this week, this last week actually, and he went to a really famous um, a really famous uh, barbecue place uh, in Austin uh, called Franklin Barbecue. It's very well. It's like. I don't know, world famous or whatever. Anyway, and he went there and um, this the guy who waited on him at the counter, his name was Daniel Rugg Webb. Uh, he's a 32-year-old musician and comedian who works as a cashier there. And um, what happened was uh, he was serving him and all of a sudden uh, Daniel puts his fist on the, on the counter. He's like, equal rights for gay people like that to Obama when he's right in front of him. And Obama said, are you gay? And Taken aback by the directness of the question, he said, only when I'm having sex. And the president <laughs> laughed. And then realizing there was a group of children next to the, near them, he said, not in front of the kids. And they bumped fists, fists, not booties, bumped fists. And that was that. But it's just really great that, you know, it just shows a side of Obama that he's down to earth, 
guy and he is an actual supporter of gay rights, you know, especially since he's evolved and everything towards that. I think that's wonderful. And how many presidents would actually joke about that or say anything about it? I mean, or would even be responsive to such a question. He's down to earth. He's just a down to earth guy, which is proven by his, what he's done for the gay community and how he reacts to people in general and the fact and how he donated so much of his money and his time and who he was before. I mean, it was really good. So I like that story. Um, the show looking, I talked about it all last, uh, a few last season or early in this year or whatever, when it was on live on HBO, um, the looking, uh, it's on HBO, I think. Yeah, it's HBO looking with, um, what's his name? What the fuck's his name? The guy from Glee. Um, <laughs> I can't remember his name, Patrick. No, what's his name? Oh my God. Anyway, you know what I'm talking about. He, anyway, they have the show and it's a show and it had all white guys except for one. Well, I had a Hispanic guy. But most of the people around them are white, whatever. And so it got criticized a lot for being, um, you know, uh, not diverse enough. And so this season two, they're bringing on Malik, an African-American staffer in the mayor's office, Sammy, a female to male transgender who lives at the shelter where Augustine gets a job, and Brady, Richie's new redheaded uh, beau. So they're, that's cool. I think that's great that they're doing that because, um, you know, one of the things about San Francisco is, I mean, it's a very diverse city. It's very, um, you know, all kinds of people there, all kinds of people, trust me. And it's a good thing. It's, it's the place where kind of all the misfits go anyway. And I love that about San Francisco. And fortunately, they're going to be changing that and they're going to be making it more diverse to reflect that, which is uh, important. I think even, you know, the thing about the gay community is also, I, you know, I've talked about this, I think, before uh, briefly, is that, you know, it is not a very diverse um, group of people. I mean, most most gay people are just like most straight people. You have all the whites together, the blacks together, the Hispanics together, whatever. I mean, there's a little, but there's a little more, I think, uh, intermixing of uh, or intercrossing of um, racial barriers in the gay community, especially with dating and things like that. So it's not as taboo in the gay community, generally speaking, but you do still have a lot of segregation in the gay community as well. And so I think it's good. And I think that's more of an 80s kind of gay thing and the 90s start changing. And I think 2000s, it's getting less and less uh, segregated in the gay community. But there's still some of it there. So it's good that they're doing that as well. And the last thing I want to talk about real quick is there are a lot of um, – there's a lot of stories it's just this week alone. One was a YMCA had denied a couple um, – had denied a couple uh, access uh, to their um, to something that they had. It was a camp or or something that they did. I can't remember exactly what the story said, but they had uh, denied the this lesbian couple the right to use some facilities because they were lesbians. Um, oh, denied same sex couple park pass because they're not a quote traditional family. And then there was another story about a couple of. Uh, gay guys who did something somewhere. I can't remember what it was. I'm sorry. And they were kicked out because it was a Christian organization. So first of all, no, that's not right. But secondly, what the fuck do you expect? I mean, if you're going to be, <laughs> I don't understand gay people who are trying to be part of a Christian um, organization or group or, 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 or event or whatever and then are are surprised when they're kicked out because they're gay. 
don't you know what a fucking Christian is and how most Christians act? I mean, and how they are towards gay people? I mean, fucking, what the fuck up? Why would you want to be around those fucking people anyway? So I don't, and so they always like, boo hoo, I've been kicked out because I'm gay. Well, what the fuck did you expect? It's like saying, oh, I'm, um, I'm a black lesbian, I'm a black lesbian Jew, and um, I got kicked out of the KKK meeting. I mean, <laughs> it's so stupid. I mean, why would you want to be, or partake, or patronize an organization that doesn't want you in the first place? I mean, who the fuck cares? I used to work for the YMCA when I was in my 20s. Um, I worked there for a year at the main uh, the main branch in downtown Dallas and in the office and um it, it was a very you know conservative place i was openly gay and there was another gay guy there i knew um it was, wasn't like there weren't gay people there but you know it was very conservative and the people were conservative and they had conservative values blah 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 uh so it wasn't exactly you know a cakewalk or fun for me or that i loved it but i worked there because i believed in what they did but i i you know now being the age i am now and 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 I would never work for the YMCA because the majority of their um, policies and stuff are very kind of bigoted towards gays. Um, they're not as bad as some places like the Salvation Army or what have you, but they are, um, you know, kind of anti-gay in their their the way they they treat gays. So I just wanted to say, you know, if you don't want to be kicked out of a place, then don't head somewhere where people don't want you in the first place. I mean. It's just fucking stupid. I mean, don't go there. If you're trying to make a statement, that's fine. Go make your statement, but don't be surprised if so they kick you out. I mean, dumbasses don't go there in the first place. So, okay, I'm done talking for tonight. I appreciate you listening to the show. I hope I will see you next time on Gay Maths. Have a great night. Good night. Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. 